Welcome back to the kind of really sort of want to hear it podcast, the podcast that still yet has to have a jingle that's pissed me off that I have to say that every single time I do a podcast, but I, I need to get one. Um, I need to do that for this, and I need to do it for uh, Reddit review stuff uh, that we do on stream, because having a little jingle just makes everything a bit, I don't know, more unique, more cooler, because, yep, that's English. Um but I mean, speaking of audio, um, it was, so was it the other day, my Spotify ran out and, um, this, I don't think I said, I I don't think I said this in chat or anything. It's just kind of, bruh, I, okay. I never leave my house. Right. So this is like, I, I never leave my house because like, I'm waiting for everything to be like sort of opening up a bit more safe and everything. Cause I'm like way too, I don't know. I just, if I can't go out, I'd rather like stay home and just work, you know? So basically I was like, okay, well, I need to get some Spotify and on Amazon, the only Spotify that you can buy is if you buy Spotify on the, like they actually send you a physical card. It's not like the digital email thing, which is kind of stupid. Cause if you're buying off Amazon, it's probably because someone wants the code. So whatever, I couldn't do that. So I went, I drove all the way to Best Buy cause I'm like, they gotta have it. And, um, yeah, show up. Guess what's not there? The the goddamn like they had a thirty dollar one. They had like a three month and they had a six months, but six month, but they didn't have a year. And of course, you save like twenty bucks if you get a year or whatever. So I'm like, okay, I want I want to get a I'm gonna get a year. But of course, they're not here. So thankfully, there's a Target across the street of Best Buy. Which by the way, Best Buy is like, okay, this doesn't. It's not that much of convenience, but it's like 20 minutes away. So I like drive to Best Buy, nothing, nothing's there. I then go across the street to Target. I'm like, yo, I've been here before for like a birthday. I've given the $100 or the $100 to year like thing. I should be good. This should like, let's go. Where's the card? Give it to me. I'm buying this and leaving so I can come back home. (laughs) And what do I not see there? The stupid two freaking year card. I cannot talk. The year card is also not there, right? So I'm like, great, what what should I do? Should I really just buy two six months or should I just buy the six month and be like, screw it, I'm too lazy, I'm too tired. I then am like, okay, I probably should have like looked this up on Best Buy's website, so I did, and it apparently said they still had the year thing even though I was just there, which by the way, I didn't ask anyone because I'm the type of person that's like, I don't know, I guess it's like a boomer way of thinking to be like, oh, I'm not gonna ask for help first. I mean. If I, if I need to go get something really quickly, I'm definitely going to ask for help and then whatever. I didn't ask for help because I'm weird. And so then I drive back to Best Buy and I, I'm like, maybe I'm crazy and I didn't see the, the card and it it's maybe it's just on the other side of like, you know, like the, uh, the area towards the front of the register where they have all the gift cards. It was like there. So I was like, maybe it's just on a different side. I don't know. I check once again, nothing. I then talk to not one. Not two. I talked to three different people to ask where the stupid card is. And, bro, at this point, I'm like, I should just go home and just order it because I'm so (laughs) – I'm so – bro, I drove to the same source twice because I didn't ask for help. And so then I ask, and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, I don't know where that is, so just stay right here, and I'll get it. And then I think like five, ten minutes later, I – yeah, I got it, and uh, I have no clue where they got it from. So uh, what's the the lesson in this? Um, Ask for help when you need it. (laughs) Because I just wasted so much time by going to one store. It took me like an hour and I think it took me over an hour just to get this. 
because, bro, there's no bigger disappointment than listening to music and then un, like unknowingly getting a stupid ad because your freaking service ran out. And I could pay monthly. I totally could pay monthly, but I hate monthly payments. That's stupid. If I can pay for it all in full, I'm going to pay for it all in full. But that kind of sucks because that's not how rent's going to work, and that's not how a lot of things work but i hate paying for things in full but that was i'm not kidding that was probably the one interesting story that like actually happened recently um because once again i never leave my house i don't do anything but i mean i think by the way i think this is the last podcast episode that will be out before i'm done with school so congratulations will you can you completed nice you completed a year of uh college so yeah no everyone about to be going crazy this summer the summer will be really interesting because i have no clue like concert or like policy i don't know how anything's gonna happen because we didn't really have a summer last year so i don't really know how this is gonna happen um but yeah this i think most if not everyone should be out of school by at least the next put and no there's a couple people that said they have like a month left that i know um in chat and stuff so yeah that but like we did it we freaking did it let's go god damn i did not think this would take this long to do but uh yeah probably a once in a lifetime experience that most people never you should never want you should never want to go to school and waste a lot of money and then just essentially use youtube to like teach your classes but you know what? Interesting, uh, interesting lesson in process. Um, Cause yeah, that never again. Never want to do online again. In other news, um, that you know Chinese rocket thing that was um, supposed to like hit something, right? I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That was kind of like made a big deal, and I, I don't think it was that big of a deal. Who knows? I it could have just apparently it landed in the ocean near the what the maldives i think is where it said it landed um i was watching some stuff on it though tiktok um i i i never look at tiktok but i was literally the first thing i see on my for you page was uh someone talking about it and then the next thing i scrolled down is like hank green reviewing the video i just watched i'm like what the fuck okay um that's how bland this app is okay um and yeah man's i i trust Hank, Hank Green, he's kind of insanely smart. He's just like, yeah, it'll pretty much break down through the atmosphere because it's like super thick and super heavy and it'll just break. And that's exactly what it did, which is kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, there, other than that, there's not really been any interesting stuff that I at least remember. I mean, yo, on Instagram, this is really funny. So, well, I guess this is from TikTok. So if you don't know, I do have a TikTok, right? Except I don't post anything on it at all. Your boy somehow got 10k freaking followers, though. I don't know how. The, I don't know how that happened. Um, this was when. Uh, this. I mean, this was probably last summer of 2020. I was just like, I'm gonna tell like stories from like childhood memories or like just from school, and I'm gonna animate text on the screen, and that'll be it. And it'll be like a minute, and. I already went over this a long time ago about the view count, but it's just funny because I haven't done that anymore. And a lot of people are like, yo, you should make more like TikTok stuff. I hate that editing style. And honestly, that was the only thing that I had going for me. So I'm like, no. However, one person that did see those TikToks, which was kind of dope, was if you know the Netflix series and with an E, um, I believe that's what it is. I, I got to know what the, it, I, I've never watched it. Um, one of the main actors on it, which I don't know what, he plays um his name is emmerich uh emmerich mon 
I, how do you how do you say oh god this is making me look really shitty um like bro I, I, okay, let me pull up. I can't type with one hand. I'm trying to pull up. Uh, yeah, Emmerich Montez. Emmerich Jet Montez. Bam. There we go. He DM'd me first. What? If you don't, if you don't know, Mince has like. I, I mean, not, not a flex but from his perspective. I don't know what I'm talking about, but Mince has like 850k, 55k followers, and he's gonna verify. And he's just, bro, man's ver, man's first DM'd me and was just like, yo. Could you like help me edit some YouTube video stuff? I saw your TikTok. This was when I made a TikTok about wanting to become a Mr. Beast graphic designer or his thumbnail editor or whatever because he was looking for one. Sadly, didn't get anything back. Um, but yeah, that video got like five, I think it's on 600K views, which is wild that I can say that. That's actually insane. Um, but yeah, Emmerich was just like, yo, uh, do you have any videos to like, do you, or do you have any can you help me out with this and then he was looking for a video editor and a thumbnail editor um and then essentially what happened is he got way too busy which understandably man's an actor um uh, he got way too busy with stuff and uh he ended up um he hasn't like hit me back or anything but it's just really funny because i look at, i literally went to bed the night before he dm'd me and i was like bro nothing is happening like, I'm just making these TikToks, and I'm not liking them as much anymore, and it's going down, and nothing's happening. And then I literally, the next morning, get a DM, and I'm like, oh, it's probably going to be some, because I got a couple D, I got one DM where they're like, hey, can you redesign a logo for me? And then boom, done, quick payment, easy, Venmo, boom, there you go. Um, that was, I, I redesigned a logo for, um, like, there was a basketball with a brain on it. I had to, like, it, there was a, I had to make it for, like, a football or whatever, um, and uh, yeah, I, I can't really remember. I can't, I, I, I should bring this back up. Um, but I did, you know what? We, we might as well bring this back up because I like, I might as well. Um, but yeah, I, I got a couple, uh, I mean, most DMs were super nice and they were just like, Hey, I like your TikTok. Boom. Like just super nice. And then, um, which is weird. Cause a lot of things on TikTok that I see now are very toxic. So I'm like, I got lucky. Um, but uh, yeah, I had a couple people and they're just like, yo, can you help me redesign a logo or whatever? And then I did. Um, and it was like, a, they had a basketball and a brain sort of morphed together. And then it was their company name. And they're like, hey, can you do this? But for a football, because we're doing more than just basketball as a sport. So I did it. Boom, done deal. But then Emmerich, he uh, DM'd me the next day. And he was just like, I, I honestly, I, I think I had to open at work. So I literally did not even read it. And then when I got on my break, I read it and was like, oh, shit. Damn. Like, bruh, that's so sick. That's so sick. Um, So then, yeah, tried hitting stuff back and forth. Um, Talked about like, Every, like contract stuff uh didn't get anything sort of done though um because yeah like i said he's busy um i don't once again i have no clue what the show is about which i kind of feel bad for because i i don't know um but it's just funny so your boy bro i just that was so sick that, that was just a little interesting story that i mean i guess it really hasn't gone anywhere but who knows it may may go somewhere um if there's a time when streaming or YouTube videos will be a little slower. Maybe it's because I freaking have another job. Um, cause the one with Chris MD kind of <laughs> that one, that one, that one sort of fell out. Um, I think did I talk about that last time? Um, I think maybe I I talked about it a lot because I genuinely have been watching this guy for a long time. So of course I'm going to talk about it a lot. But basically, uh, I I he wasn't the or I wasn't the editor he was looking for out of like two other people. Um. And so, uh, yeah, he finally paid me the final payment for the video. Um, 
hope to meet him in the future because I think that'd be really funny. Like we, I, I worked for one of like the YouTubers that I watched as a kid. I think that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's mostly been it. Um, but as far as a crazy people that follow me, um, I'd probably say definitely Emmerich. That's one because Mans is literally verified and he has he's in, he's literally in Netflix. He's in a Netflix show. Like what? He's in a Netflix show. Um, and then. Speaking of, uh, like, with, I need to stop using that stupid segue. Speaking of this, speaking of that, like, like any time I run out of a, a way to segue a conversation, I just, speaking of this, I just realized I say that way too much because uh, that I think I've said that every single segue for the last three podcasts. So what we're going to say instead is we're just going to go right out the gate. On Twitch, when I streamed two years ago, on 2018, I think the clips are still up because I think clips don't get deleted after a certain amount of time. Um, this guy named It's Haber, um, I knew of him um, on FIFA at the time. I think he had like 100K subscribers on YouTube, I think. Um, he was uh, He had like 15 people in his chat and he raided me and I totally flipped shit because I had no one in my chat. I think I had one, and it low-key probably was Ryan just to stop in and say hi or something. Um, and so that happened. And, yo, man's the respect. The respect. Bro, we still follow each other after two and a half years or whatever, and now he has, like, 600 to 1,000 people in his chat. I'm just like, yo, congratulations. I respect the grind, dude. That's awesome. Um, but it is – I don't know. I guess I'm sort of used to people being, like uh, – uh, like, how am I going to – like, phrases like i'm used to people just like following and then just immediately unfollowing once they're like oh yeah i don't really want to be annoyed by you talk too much about youtube you talk too much about twitch you talk too much about whatever so i'm just gonna unfollow you and specifically haber literally streams fifa i don't stream fifa anymore so like i i don't know i i also don't follow like anyone on twitch i follow like literally five people so I kind of, I don't know why, same with Instagram, I just set a value high of who I follow, like, I guess it means more when I follow you, because I genuinely care about, like, either networking or, like, about you long term, I don't know, that sounds shitty, because I know some people are gonna be like, oh, so you don't follow me back, so you don't like me, no, it's just, I don't know, I like to have, I mean, the, the one page that posts way too much on my timeline, which makes a lot of sense, is the Premier League, which that's a literal company, so they gotta post all the time, um, and that's pretty much it, because, or like maybe 433, but that's more of like a meme page, kinda, there's a couple meme pages as well that post a lot, but they're obviously meme pages, so that makes sense, um, and, uh, interestingly enough bro these segues what are these segues these are awful what I, okay you know what? okay i was basically going to transition um some people in chat were asking um like youtube statistics analytics how it sort of works um and the algorithm um and uh it's it's funny because i used to be very involved with how it works and i feel like the i feel like you get very involved with the algorithm and what will make you the most successful with how to get on the YouTube recommended or whatever. I feel like you're more in that position if you don't currently have one, an idea of like what you're filming or like what you want to do on the platform or two, you want to do YouTube quickly. Like if you're making videos and having fun, you will not care about the algorithm and you will not care about how well videos do because you genuinely are teaching yourself from video to video oh, this editing was bad here, I need to change this, or I did not get as good of a watch retention from X minute to X minute or whatever. And um, yeah, like for example, likes, 
mean absolutely nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. However, I mean, it makes sense to like want to have your video look good. I mean, who knows? Maybe there could be a totally underlying factor with the algorithm where it actually depends on likes, but I genuinely, I really don't think it matters with likes. I think what YouTube picks out is engagement. So when YouTubers say, can you leave a like on the video? That means that you engage with the video more than just watching it. If you comment specific, especially, that's a lot. So the more engagement you have, that drives the video to be further, um, like to perform well and to be in uh people's YouTube recommended if they have watched you before or if they're subscribed to you. So obviously if you're a YouTuber that gets a shitload of comments and has tons of likes and you have a very, very active uh, fan base or audience, your videos are probably going to be pushed more because that shows that, hey, this person's content works very well like with, with this audience and you're this, you're, you, based on what you've watched, you may fall into this category. So then that sort of happens with the recommended. Um, Cause I know, like I said, people were asking more specifics and honestly, I have no clue where to even take it. That was probably the only thing I was gonna talk about. Cause I know a lot of people think likes mean something. Um, I mean, obviously views mean something and can be a good reflectant, reflectant? Is that, is that even, that sounds like a spray reflect a reflection of like someone's success. Um, however, yo, if you ever look up finance YouTube channels or anything that deals with business, they're make they're making fucking crazy amounts of money because one, advertisers that I guess I could explain the process of payment on YouTube because I just I'm assuming a lot I'm assuming I've done this before, but the people that have gone back and watched all of those cringy ass podcasts from like twenty twenty alone, I would say podcasts after twenty 20 December are a way more solid because they make more sense. There's more structure, I think, and there's more relevancy. But um, yeah, so basically the fi finance stuff do better because they are one, I mean, they're not targeting kids, but they're family friendly. Like you don't swear. Like if your video gets demonetized, I think it's kind of a fact that it just gets pushed less. Like it just does bad. Um, and yo, should I just do basics? Should I just do basics? Like what does monetize mean? What does this, what does, like I could do that. I really could do that. Um, yeah, I guess I could uh, share what I know um, because I mean, I once again, I really don't know anything because I haven't gone crazy on YouTube number wise, like with engaged viewers compared to Twitch. So I don't know, I'll, I'll say what I know, but basically, right, YouTube how money is calcul how money is even generated in the first place is because advertisers will pay YouTube to put their ads on videos. Now, YouTube will be like, sure. However, YouTube then gives a portion of that money to the creator of the video because if the creator of the video didn't post that video, there would be no place for the ad to go on. So essentially, say every YouTube or every content creator on YouTube just did a strike and was like, I don't wanna get paid this low. If no one uploaded any video ever, YouTube would lose money because ads couldn't go on videos. I mean, they would just go on older videos, but say like every video was wiped off of YouTube, they would make no money because there's no ads to view. There's no ads to view. Um, and from a business perspective, what I learned in my marketing class at least is that it's way cheaper. Like when Mr. Beast has like a, a honey sponsorship and he's guaranteed at least 30 million, 40 million views, it's way cheaper for... Um, the brand to pay him 50 grand directly rather than to do it ver like on paper or on TV or whatever like it which is weird because I'm like 50 grand for 30 million is 
like a lot, but at the same time, that's like a pretty good deal for that much exposure. So that makes sense. So yeah, basically YouTube videos are required as like a template for the ads to be put on. So if there's no template, then YouTube couldn't be making money. And so that's why they pay the creators so they keep making their uh, videos, which obviously this wasn't a thing in 2005 to like 10, but uh, now obviously it's more commercial and more business-sided that uh, that's pretty much how it works. Now, the amount you make is completely different. This is why when YouTubers are asked how much money they make, they cannot answer one because that's like an answer that it just, I don't, like that's just more of an uncomfortable question. Like you don't go to freaking someone's dinner and just ask them about politics, religion, and money. You just <laughs> you just don't do that unless you want to be in a very awkward situation for a long time. Um, but yeah, basically every YouTuber's money amount they earn is completely different. Um, and so each YouTuber has a different what is called a CPM, which stands for cent per mil, which that means how much they get paid per thousand views because mill is Latin for thousand. And um, yeah, so like a, a finance channel will have a way higher CPM because advertisers are paying to put their ads on videos that literally deal with business and financing and almost the exact same genre. If advertisements are put on like, uh, I don't even think they're put on kids' videos anymore because kids can't identify an ad versus, I don't even know about kids content because I don't do that. So I like, I, I don't know. Um, but like if you're put on just a regular video, like that's just like they're swearing or whatever, your CPM will be lower because it's less quote unquote family friendly. So it doesn't make the business look as good. That's pretty much what it's all about. Making the business look as good. Um, so that's why a lot of ads want to remove themselves like quote unquote during the ad apocalypse in 2017 when there were videos that were making the company look bad, then the companies were like, hey, YouTube, get sued. And obviously, I don't think YouTube can just do that. So they're like, okay, we're going to delete a lot of videos and you, we're going to strict, stricten? We're going to be more strict with like our guidelines and stuff for videos. And uh, so yeah, like CPM, I know generally, I don't even know what mine is because I don't even make money because I don't qualify. You have to have like 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 hours watched. Um, I did make $14, yo, gang, gang, $14 from 2013 to 2000 and uh, when did they change it? I think 2017. So from getting literally up to 10 views per video, your boy generated 14 bucks. <laughs> so, yo, it's possible. If you want to do YouTube, do it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't qualify, so it's completely different. Like I think it ranges from like, it can go from $2 typically to maybe up to eight or $9 like for regular YouTubers. But then if you specifically just only do finance stuff, yo, some people CPM I've seen, it's been literally up to $20 or $30. Actually, maybe not $30, but it's like over 20, which is kind of insane because that's how much they're getting paid per thousand views. So if they hit one viral video where they're talking about business or whatever, and it's $20 for every thousand views, that's a shit ton of views, let alone a YouTubers like MrBeast always have brand deals when they need a bigger budget for a video. They have merch sales. They have... Um, affiliate links in the description so basically if you ever go to like a tech typically tech um a youtuber and they're like reviewing something if you go down to the description it'll say affiliate links and that means if you buy something from the link that sends you to amazon or whatever from their description they get a portion of that because they're exposing you to that product or whatever and it's kind of like a brand deal but not really it's 
you just, they just get a percentage. So there's like a lot of different ways that YouTubers sort of generate that money. Um, but yeah, finances definitely give you the best. If you're, yeah, they, they give you the best, um, like just the highest CPM. And um, the way that also it hurts your CPM or it hurts if your video is pushed or not is things called demonetization or monetization. So demonetize means YouTube's like, hey, you use copyrighted music. So the person who is claiming the music, so like say you use a music, use a music, nice goddamn job. Well, if you use music from freaking... Uh, I don't, if you use Queen, if you use Queen, you use We Are the Champions, you'll probably get hit with a copyright strike. Now, sometimes, depending on the label, um, they won't delete your video. I got super scared when I got my first copyright, uh, not strike, it's not a strike, it's a copyright claim. When I got my first claim, I thought I was in huge ass trouble, um, which, I mean, obviously you shouldn't just keep uploading copyright claim stuff, but uh, it's not like the end of the world like I thought it was when I was a kid. And uh, yeah, basically, there, I think there's a couple things that uh, at least have happened to me. The label can either one, like cut off your video from like a lot of countries in the world. Like I have a video that's not accessible in like Germany and a lot throughout Europe because it used some song, I can't remember, too. Uh, the company can just claim all the money that you're generating, which from my perspective makes no sense because I get like 20 view. I got a maximum of like 12 views on a video back in the day. So what's the point of claiming my video? Like that doesn't make sense. Um, the third one is they could share revenue with you. So like on one of my videos, I actually got a claim where it they were like, hey, so this is a copyright claim, but you don't not you no action needs to be taken because the label is like gonna split the deal with you which yo respect respect that i think most labels should do because i think it's a 50 50 minimum of how much work is going on like if you're like pewdiepie and you're making videos literally every single day and you're going crazy and then you use half a second of a sound clip or something and then that label is legally allowed to now go take all the money you've generated from one whole video that could have taken you 12 hours to edit. I think that's kind of dumb and that's kind of overpowered. Labels are also, they're just overpowered in general, but like calm down. Like TikTok, that's why it's kind of blessed because you can have literally any sound bite on TikTok because they give a, a percentage of music back to the label. Um, I think with YouTube, that could either make YouTube way more creative or I think it could make it very toxic because everyone's going to be doing stuff. As a kid, I also never understood why a company would like, like, bro, if I use a song in a video, that's just more exposure to at least the, the like at the time, the like six people that would watch it, which are all my friends and probably they watched each the thing twice. That's more exposure to the song. Like rather, like how much more money are you gonna gain by claiming my video versus you get ex more exposure of your song? Like, I don't get copyright. That's kind of what I've learned. Um, but yeah, demonetize. You get demonetized for that. You can get demonetized because your video is too inappropriate. It's just flagged because it's just awful. Like when Sam Pepper did the fucking when he was just being an awful human with quote unquote pranks. Um, there, there, there's different ways. And then once your video goes gets demonetized, then yeah, that goes and pushes, uh, it, or it's pushed a lot less in YouTube recommended stuff. And it just performs worse. Um, so that's why a lot of people are doing a lot of kid-friendly content. They're doing no swearing or anything because right after 2017, every YouTuber's like, okay, I'm never going to swear because some channels even get demonetized if you just swear, um, like, directly. Um, so that's why a lot of channels have cut that off because they will make more money with a less amount of views if they don't uh, 
if they don't swear. Also, it's not based on views. CPM is calculated in general because um, you might be thinking, yo, how is it fair if someone makes $2 for CPM versus if someone makes $6 for CPM? That's calculated based on literally what content you make. So that's why when someone's like, how much money do you make on YouTube? It's, com it's completely different. Like every single person makes a complete different amount of money. Um, and so like if you're someone that makes um, like a... Uh, What's uh, what's what's like a category? If you do like a sports stuff, um, and you don't, and you're a family, well, let's look at Mr. Beast for example. He makes very, first of all, almost all of his viewers watch his videos. Like he has 50 million subscribers or 60 million subscribers, and he gets pretty much guaranteed 30 to 40 million views on the video, which is already insane as it is. But that's high engagement. Um, two, how long people watch the video for. So like, say a video has. 10 million views, but people on average watch the video for like, they watch three seconds of the video and the video is like five minutes. You will actually make less money. Your CPM won't be that high because everyone's clicking on it, but no one's actually watching it. So YouTube wanted to really make it so you could actually, like you're getting paid for actually having a lot of watchable content because I mean, to me, it kind of makes sense because if you just made a bunch of shit content that was really clickable but no one cared at all, then you could, like, make a lot of money by not doing anything. The only problem, though, is now it makes people that make shorter videos, like uh, uh, Ryan Higa, when he would do his skits and stuff, he would make way less money. I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but I w he would make less money compared to someone like fucking Jake Paul who would upload a 30-minute vlog that's just trash filled with a shit ton of ads or morgues because he was like more targeted towards uh kids because it's longer so that's the only like side effect that it screws up with like i said this is all to my knowledge i have no clue any other youtube stuff or statistics because one i ain't gonna go up to every person i know as a youtuber and be like yo so what's your statistics what's your cpo like how do work and then two no one i know um does youtube or is at least involved in the scene of like the marketing behind it the like design aspect whatever um so yeah that's pretty much how cpm is calculated um it's your watch time I, I think there's like an actual equation too it's like your watch time um and okay i don't know where i was taking it but it depends on watch time content family friendly swearing um length um so yeah that's pre that's pretty much how that is and then i sort of explain a little bit of copyright but uh that was way longer of a segment than i wanted to i kind of just like fully just let everything go if you did not know anything about youtube i think you hopefully have a better idea i would love to teach a youtube class i think that would be dope um because it's only more growing which means it's getting way less hard to do so like i think i think it would be cool to inform people because it's completely changed since the beginning of like 2011 like holy crap in 2011 you could just pull out a camera and just film yourself and no one did that at all that the fact that you even did it people would give you like way more props and that you'd get way more uh viewers quickly because no one did that um but now it's just so commercialized and everything it's so different um i mean i'd also love to do a ted talk about that because i think most if not all people that have been trying to do youtube would have stopped or taken a long break or done something completely different if they've been doing it for at least five years um and i've been doing it for i mean i've always wanted to do it since 2011 or 12 but then i didn't make my account until 2013 um so i i don't know i just like sort of teaching people in that and i love giving advice um 
because it is fun, but I know a lot of people probably don't give a shit about YouTube. I mean, that's what the podcast is kind of about. It's behind the scenes of me of streaming YouTube stuff, and it's about sort of content creation as a whole. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm already talking this long. I might as well share the last. I mean, another point. Um, I, I was, I was uh, asked the other day, what is the most, uh, what's the, what should I put more of my budget into, I guess, or what should I spend more money on when it comes to streaming or something? Now, YouTube, completely different game. Um, YouTube, you could have a laptop with iMovie and a camera that is your phone, and it, depending on what you film. It's way more artistic vision of what you want to do because um, David Dobrik literally used iMovie to edit all of his videos. He never paid for Adobe or DaVinci or anything. Um, but if you're streaming, definitely put like 90 99% of your budget into your computer because that is literally what people are viewing. And if you are – I mean obviously if you don't like playing video games and you like doing in real life stuff, that's going to be different. But from my, my sort of perspective because I do uh, gaming stuff – you need a good computer because and good internet because if you don't have that, the time that it takes between someone clicking off your video is within the first like six seconds. Um, that's at least how it is when you're loading a website. My marketing class, they were like, so if a website doesn't load in X amount of time, people will never go, no one's gonna even try to have it fix. Like if you go to a site that is selling dope clothes that you saw as an ad on Instagram, which is probably just some cheap ass clothes in Asia because everyone just drop ships every fucking thing. Um, if it takes more than like four seconds to load the page, you will close it and never go back to it again. So it's like important to have that speed. Um, and obviously if you're freaking full, 14, 15 in between the age to like 18, 19, you probably don't have a fuck ton of money or you haven't had a job to just go buy a PC, have good internet and buy a bunch of like good equipment. I don't think you needed good equipment because equipment does not equal success. But with streaming specifically, your PC definitely needs to be good equipment. I mean, I could be wrong too. You could be like Tim the Tapman that's like really bad at video games and like really funny that like but if you have bad quality, it doesn't matter because your personality is still still there. Um, so it, I don't know. It's just when people give me questions, I'm just like, yeah, no, that's probably what you need to I, – I would target and focus on the most is your uh, PC. Um, I got a lot of questions too in chat the other day about asking about, oh, I'm just going to do YouTube. I'm just going to stream – yo, I, I don't mean to offend anyone, but yo, by saying I'm just going to do YouTube – kind of belittles the fuck out of the job <laughs> like when i was little there was no job that you could just sort of act like you could fall back on like i bruh, i grew up with vhs right there's no there, let alone digital with youtube there wasn't even like i'd fucking press rewind on a movie if i wanted to go backwards so if i like when i was because what say because i know there's some people in chat that are born in when i'm like five or six you grew up in a time where since everyone thinks YouTube is so easy, you can just fall back on it and be like, oh, well, if nothing works in college and nothing works with this, I'm just going to do YouTube. When I, Like I said, when I was a kid, there wasn't, oh, I'll just be a teacher. I'll just be a lawyer. I j you don't fall back on anything. Like you have to do something. And I think it's cool that as a kid, you're like naive and like super hopeful to like want to do something that seems so impossible. But like, bruh. If, if you're asking questions, it's, it's, I don't know, it's really, I've learned a lot about how people ask questions, because, like, if people are asking questions of, like, 
how to be, oh, what was it? I, I, there was a question of someone phrased it and I was like, boom, that's how you know that someone is r- probably not going to make it from my, once again, this is all from my perspective, but uh, not going to like be consistent enough or dedicated to wanting to do YouTube. What was it? It was like, um, it was like, what would you recommend about budget? I, I'm really pissed. I can't remember. Um, but it was more like if you're asking questions about the job instead of just doing the job, then it's kind of god damn this is gonna piss me off i cannot freaking remember it okay well either way i can't remember i think it was along the lines of like if you're like being so concerned with the statistics and the analytics of stuff like that's cool but like if that is your whole focus and what your questions are about and like your intention you're gonna lose the will to keep doing it because you're gonna like want it to be i don't i don't know obviously if you're like oh, I want to do it to make money. Yeah, you're just going to easily fall off and be like, yeah, I know that's a lot more work than I thought. But like if your questions are more like, I want to make entertaining videos and I want to like, or educational, informative, entertaining, whatever, um, and you want to have like an audience and care about that, that will definitely be more like your focus isn't on the result. That's what it was. Fuck yes. If your result is on the reward for the job, that is sort of telling me at least that you're not in it. I mean, one, you're not really being genuine. Like, freaking, bro, Jake Paul, from my perspective, I think a lot of the time, yep, yep, nice one. A lot of the time, he was more uh, geared towards the reward of, like, I don't know. I That's just kind of his attitude that I get from looking at him. Like he was like, oh, I want to be able to do this. So I'm going to do YouTube. And then somehow it worked. I, it can work. It's super rare because I'd say, I mean, if your goal is the reward, once you get it, you will be bored and your career, at least on YouTube, will fall pretty fast, I think. So like if you focus on the reward that – you, you, that sh- sort of shows your intention is like I don't really care what it takes but I just want to have this that's cool like to have a goal but like you shouldn't want a YouTube career to make money that should not be the goal or you should not want a YouTube career to how to this is a really old way thing but to have power over other people that shouldn't be like the goal the, if someone has like their intentions on like how can I make better videos how can I do better editing what like tips for like thumbnails what's better like ideas like that is more actually dealing with with the craft rather than the reward I'm so let's go I'm not even kidding I paused the fucking podcast and I stood up and thought about this for like 10 minutes and I could not remember it but it's if you if you think about the reward that is not really a good sign that you're gonna stay consistent at least whatever like that sense didn't make sense. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. It just shows that you're not going to stay consistent. You're going to tie yourself out. And then you're going to realize you just wasted a lot of time trying to cut, do a shortcut um, on doing the job. So that, that doesn't really work. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be it for the podcast. I'm sorry this was so heavily involved into, I guess, sort of logistics um, in theory and literally my perspective of what I think. But uh, yeah, I just know that that's been brought up a lot. Um, and then there are a couple story stuff. Like I said, nothing really has happened um, in the last few, in the last week, because this is two days after a week. So I'm hands up, 
guilty didn't do it a week exactly later but that's because mother's day was this weekend so i freaking went outside and got my face so sunburned i look like a goddamn lobster so i yeah no there was some other stuff that uh was the reason why i didn't upload on saturday but this is going up now which means it's going up on a tuesday that means it's three days late god damn it well i can't do math um and then yeah that that should be it um but yeah thank you guys for listening um and yeah make sure to listen to spotify apple podcast wherever you listen on that's probably what you're listening on right now so whatever just keep it going oh i do want to add yo we just hit 35 followers on the podcast why did i say like podcast podcast no we just hit 35 followers on the podcast we started the year off with nine so yo talk about growth thank you guys so much for listening to everything that's like I can't be, like, more thankful. Like, goddamn, I didn't really think people would want to hear me talk on stream, which is live, and then also want to hear me talk more again audio-wise and just do it as well. So, yeah, thank you guys so much. Uh, Make sure you keep listening. And then, uh, yeah, if you haven't tuned in, youtube.com slash realshrigley, twitch.tv slash realshrigley. Boom, that's it. Have a great rest of your week, I guess, because I want to talk to you until next week because I will do it next week. That That will literally be the 18th. That's seven days from now. So, bam. Thank you guys for listening. I suck at outros on podcasts, and that's been it. See ya. Peace.